0: There. I forgot to rewind the intro. Oh, there's no audio on it. Listen to this audio. Is it working now? Yes. Hello. Welcome. I forgot to rewind the intro. Everybody chill. We're fine. Alright? Everybody fucking chill. Hello.
1: Welcome. Can I too? Can, Yes. Can y'all hear us now?
0: Yes, everybody can hear everybody now. Everybody relax. Alright? I turned everybody down. I'm turning myself down too. Everybody just chill the fuck out. It's Tuesday. It's blow-up Tuesday. Blow out your ears Tuesday. And we got a lot to talk about. Welcome to Best of Five, uh, the shit show that keeps on shitting. Uh, (laughs) Thank you, Trevzor, for 19 months in a row. (laughs) The
1: shit show that keeps on shitting.
0: Um, Our
1: first piece of merchandise should probably have that on
0: there. Yep. Um, All right. Uh, First of all, we do have a very important topic to cover that Ryu Dragon just reminded me of. John, did you ever get your cat back?
2: It wasn't my cat, and yes, and so the uh, the crisis was <clears throat> well, it wasn't averted, but it came to a good conclusion. So, yeah, thank you, and sorry for missing last week.
1: I feel bad.
0: As long as you found your cat, you don't feel bad. As long as you found your cat, Not everybody doing. will be happy. Um, yeah. But so. tonight on the show, we got a lot to talk about, though. Uh, there's a lot happened. I where's the, there it is. Uh, so Frosty Faustings happened. What an awesome event! I got to watch bits and pieces of it. it looked super cool. looked super fun um we got our we got our faust trailer and nothing else uh frosty is moving to bigger and better things uh we got some smash brothers suspensions and bands happening uh speaking of smash we also have the final season one character of smash uh getting revealed uh we also got some uh player pickups and we got Evo japan stuff to talk about it's this weekend right yes mm, it's coming Everybody relax. Uh, and yeah, there's no.
1: <laughs> did they ever release a stream schedule for Evo Japan yet? Not yet. Fingers crossed that it's hoping soon. Hell, yeah. I did. Uh, I did tweet to Chris Seglia uh, of Ten O Asked him if there's a go live date. He tweeted, hopefully facetiously, that honestly he just shows up and prays. Honestly, it wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> so.
0: You know, we do we do with what we got. You feel me?
1: We'll, we'll make magic happen.
0: Yes, but for the time being, I think it is about that time. I think it's the time to recap the time that has passed <laughs> before us.
1: Yes, um, Frosty Faustings, as you said, was this past weekend yes. in the Chicagoland area. Yes. Um, what
0: are we going with it first? It
1: was, uh, we're going to oh, right. Sam's show.
0: We have an order. I forgot. I forgot how things yeah. work. But yes, yeah. go for it, Steve. I'm sorry for interrupting the the
1: one thing that people are here for. How dare you, you monster. Uh, Sam show, it is part of the SNK World Championship Qualifying Series. So winner of this punched their ticket to Japan for the SNK World Championship. And that person was Didi Mokoff, who held off score in the Grand Finals to get the win. Score, of course, had already secured his space in the finale, uh, way back at the beginning of this circuit, so, uh, once once Didi Malkoff, uh, saw his grand final opponent, he knew he was going all the way, uh, but he got the win anyway, so congratulations to him, you see, uh, Chris G, Kizzy K, Guzman also in the top eight, so congratulations to everyone, especially Didi yeah He's gonna try his hand against some of the best Sam Show players in the world, um, But we can take a look at that list now. Yeah, let's go Brazil. Uh, Because we did have a couple of events that we haven't had uh, recaps for. Uh, Well, Esport Invitational, one of the two Chinese events. uh, Abao, Benny, and He Show qualified from that. Uh, The other Chinese Invitational event saw Infiltration, Shaohai, and Renjan punch their tickets to the finale. So three to go. Uh, one of them will be determined this weekend at Evo Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you've got Hyperdrive in California, and then the uh, SNK World Championship Japan Final, the circuit, the uh, circuit uh, finale for the Japan circuit. Dope. The circuit Dope. finale for the Japan circuit.
0: Yep. Also, I'm really just- glad. I'm really glad you said what it was instead of just saying the acronym, because I definitely was thinking like Super World Cup. It could be a Super World Cup. It's a Sam Show World Cup.
1: Ooh, I like that. Yeah, I I, I like that. You're welcome. That's uh, a tra- trademark copyright. Don't steal. Damn it! Now they now they can't do anything with. Yep. it. Yep, we're stuck with that name now. Yep, take that, SNK. Um, there are a bunch of other big tournaments at uh, Frosty. The one I wanted to touch on uh, was the one that closed out the evening mm-hmm. uh, on Night 2. Guilty Gear, uh, the first big Guilty Gear event of 2020. Uh, Frosty is, of course, one of the big events of the year for the anime community. So yeah, had Teresa come out uh, all the way from Japan to try his hand once again. Uh, May Top 4 did not get the win again. Just seems to be cursed uh, at this event. As is Peppery Splash. Mm-hmm. Uh, made it to Grand Finals on the winter side, and then lost to Lost Soul in the reset. So for the third year in a row, Peppery Splash walks away with the second-place uh, medal. But congratulations to Lost Soul. He had a few pop-offs, uh, well-earned pop-offs. Yeah, man, uh, the Defending champ Kizzy K finishing tied for fifth. Marlon Pye in the top eight. Hey, he did it. Yeah, how how can you not like a tournament where Marlon Pie makes top eight?
0: You can't not like can't, a tournament. It's
1: physically impossible.
0: Yes. Also, uh, big ups to Fu taking third, the Hayun player? Hell yeah.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Uh, I thought it was so funny. So, there are those times in the game where... Everybody kind of rallies against one character and it feels like that character has been outfelt for like the entirety of Exerg. <laughs> uh so watching Lost Soul from Losers <laughs> go back to winner or go back to grand finals and then win. Who <laughs> I'm pretty sure half of the crowd might have been salty, but it was super entertaining to watch nonetheless. Also, can I say one thing? From mm-hmm. a purely uh uh, superficial perspective. It feels like the names are switched. It feels like somebody called Peppery Splash would be playing the cake person, and it feels like Lasso would be playing, you know, uh, the pool guy with the hair in front of his face and the eyeball. I just thought that was funny to me.
1: That makes one of us.
0: Okay, great. <laughs> I see what you're. I see what you're saying. Along. Good. Thank you, John. God. For a I'm sorry sit.
1: for leaving you hang out to drive there. No, it's Bye-bye. fine.
0: It's fine. I'm used to it. That's my life.
2: I got you, Lon. I'll reel you right back in. We're buddies.
0: Yeah, except you <laughs> didn't last week when you were chasing cats <laughs> instead of being on the show.
2: <laughs> yeah, but you guys were there to support me. I'm here to support you when Steve wants to be a dick. It's all good, man. We're uh, watching out for each other. That's sure why you close they your know doors.
1: best. Just make sure you close your doors. What's next, Steve. <laughs> Uh, we can take a look at the other tournaments that went down at Frosty. Uh, Teresa didn't get the win in Excerpt, but did get uh, the win in Accent Core. Also teamed up with Pepper's Flash to win uh, the team tournament in uh, x uh, Score, picking up the win in King of Fighters. Uh, Blue Bit, getting the mystery game win, if you did not see that. That's the only uh, thing grand... I missed. No. Do you Just... want me to tell you what the grand final game was? Yes. Super Turbo. Was it upside down? No, oh. it was on one of those uh, one-sixth cabinets that they were advertising all weekend. Oh, we oh. have one
2: of those at my local arcade. Like, it, it, it technically it works, but especially when you get a big dude with elbows, like we have Fromo who plays Blanca, but can also do the best Blanca cosplay ever, like. He was once mistaken when we were at a major by a little girl walking down the street as for Hagrid. She just like flat out was like convinced. She's like Hagrid. So he's like this really big dude. And he might be the best Blanca player in ST in the world. Like I'm not even, I'm not, that's not an extension of the truth at all. Uh, he's he's definitely up there. And uh, I think he got top eight at Evo last year. So anyways, uh, it's fun. And I could play even, you know, with him, but it's, it's snug
1: cuz it like it was great when they they were like talking up top 8 and he had his co- uh the TO had his coat uh busted and then he just pulls it out in his hand and they're both playing off this tiny little screen with Which... no video output so they had a camera between the two players okay just as, it was it was oh my god it was so good
0: yeah you know what this you know what's funny i was actually thinking about this uh i miss mystery game tournaments when it was stupid Right. Do you remember a while back where it was like, oh, uh, play Alpha 2, except the TV's upside down (laughs) or like shit like that? Like, I love that kind of shit where it's just stupid, like, oh,
1: we couldn't find another game. So let's just do what we do, except put a twist on it. Uh, I I remember uh, the one year where at uh, Combo Breaker or no, it was UFGT still. But uh, I think it was either winner's finals or loser's finals. Uh, It was Soul Calibur 3, I think, on DDR pads. Mm -hmm.
0: Yep, I've heard heard the tale of the Soul Calibers on the DDR pads. Um, Speaking of Combo Breaker, I'm all set for Combo Breaker. Are you set for Combo Breaker, Steve? I just need to buy my flight.
1: I'm not set for Combo Breaker, but uh, we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. John, are you set for Combo Breaker?
2: I don't think I'm going to be able to make it because Dakota, he's going and I don't know. i am already got like two kind of like, vacation-y things planned already this year. It's all, all my vacation stuff is front-loaded, so I know. Uh, what about being there
0: I'm to going... support us? What about that impassioned speech no, I, that you that just was, said? Combo
2: Breaker was I, – I didn't go to any events last year. Me neither. Uh, except for Capcom Cup with, with work. Oh. And Combo Breaker was going to be the one I was aiming for this year. But I guess I'll try to make that Evo, but I'm not sure if I will or not. Um, but, yeah, I know I really wanted to. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Nothing will ever beat "Don't Break the Ice." I do agree. I think that was what the last UFGT or the first combo breaker.
1: That was the first combo breaker.
0: That was dope. That was really good. God. I or was it? Shit that.
1: Or was it the last UFGT? I don't remember. It
0: was one or the other. I'm. I have a feeling it might have been the first combo breaker, but I think it might have also been the last UFGT, which means that the I'm... sentence that I just said makes no uh, productive purpose whatsoever.
1: Yeah, I do remember. Either way, it was still in Rosemont. Mm-hmm. But you know what? We have more tournaments to talk about. Yes, we do. See, yes, but... we do. What do we got? Yeah, this was nuts. Uh, Vicky Viper getting the win in Sailor Moon. Shoutouts to her. Uh, Joey getting the win in uh, Street Fighter Champ. Street Fighter Five. Angel winning the regular Super Turbo tournament. Red Blade holding it down in Eunice. Uh, also, shout-outs to Junior getting the win in Ticket 7. Joey D winning Marvel uh, Marvel 3. There is also Marvel Infinite Tournament as well. Yeah, and who won that, Steve? Uh, that one was won, was won by won. Stealth.
0: Stealth, yes.
1: And it's not even on the list. Well, I'm sorry, okay? I, I don't have encyclopedic knowledge of 28 tournament results on the fly. How dare you? How People
2: you? don't really necessarily. I never see doing Every that specific game's results. They just want to kind of see the general idea. So as long as they have something else that kind of functions and it's the same purpose, I mean, we got plenty of other ideas here. So I think I think they don't need Marvel Infinite.
0: Yeah, but it's fine because you know Super Smash Brothers Ultimate was on there, and Smash is now a fighting game, thanks Steve. According to Steve, uh, we'll get more. We'll get more to that. More into that later. What else is next, Steve, for this recap? Uh,
1: uh well we can take a look at what's coming up this weekend. Obviously, two big events uh, for the weekend. Evo Japan, which we've talked about uh, being an SNK World Championship qualifier for both uh, uh, Sam Show and KOF. KOF being a side tournament there. Uh, You also have Genesis this weekend if you're a fan of Smash. If you're not a fan of Smash, it's still going to happen, whether you like it or not. Um, Before Uh, Evo Japan takes place, though. There is an exhibition that might be worth checking out. Uh, Starts tonight, actually. Equinox versus the World Team. Uh, Some of the Equinox players uh, in Tekken will take on some of the international players going into Japan for for Evo Japan. So, should be some good games to be had there. Man. I love
0: exhibitions where it's like uh, like one team versus the entire world. Um, obviously, that's not what they're doing, but it sounds like it and I appreciate it all the more. Uh, do we know who's on that world team by chance? Uh,
1: let me see if I can find... I have not seen a list, but okay. I'll see if they tweeted out anything recently. Eh, ain't no uh, thing. Good to...
0: Yeah. Um, but speaking of Equinox, I guess we should dive into this one. Uh, I did not download the video that they put out for it, but Equinox announced that they got somebody new in their roster. I think it was either today or yesterday. Did y'all see this? Uh, yeah.
1: I just saw it. Olsan.
0: Yeah. Olsan is now part of Equinox Gaming. So big ups to Olsan uh, playing uh, Tekken uh, until the end of time as the trailer uh, implied, and that'll be exciting. It's always it's always exciting getting to see like you know players getting more chances to go do shit.
1: Yeah, especially with the way uh, the tech world tour format is. Mm-hmm. Assuming that the twenty twenty circuit is going to be run similarly, because traveling out and maximizing your opportunities um, at at events is is so important. Yep. You know, you had a couple players like Fighting GM and like REST who really didn't get to travel much outside of their region for Tekken World Tour events. Mm -hmm. Uh, And you saw that they could do some damage when they got to play. They just didn't get enough opportunity. So uh, seeing Olson have this uh, opportunity, really, really great for him. Really excited for him. See how he does in 2020. Yep. 2020 is a big year for fighting games, I think. I did find a list of players oh, uh,
0: for late, the late on world
1: exhibition. Uh, so night one is going to be Nello, Bicune, and uh, Chicardini. Okay. And then night two is Kari, Aoyama, and Pina. Okay. So and I know Equinox is going to be can include at least Joey Fury. Okay. So. Well, I mean, they better include Osan. Might as know. well, you know, get some get some
0: use out of it. Yeah. Break him in. You just before. yeah, you just hired the guy. Might as well put him to work. You feel me? Although, probably, where where is this happening? Do we know
1: where? Um, I'm I'm assuming it's going to be at uh, just outside uh, or in Tokyo or just outside of Tokyo. Okay,
0: yeah, that's what I was Pretty assuming cool, as well. Because Tokyo or uh, Tokyo Japan. <laughs> I meant to say Evo Japan. Uh, happening, like, a day after it.
1: Raise them in. Yep. And they may also be doing something uh, on Saturday night, Saturday morning for us in, in the West Word. as well. That's to be determined. Cool. Um, That's
0: dope. So be on the lookout for that. that that'll, that'll be good. So congrats to Osan uh, for doing his thing. Now, let's get into some of these topics, shall we? Uh, first, since we were talking about Evo japan might as well get into uh the stuff that we saw at frosty fausting that is going to be at Evo japan uh what i mean is uh they uh announced uh the one character we knew was going to be announced uh at frosty fausting which was the guilty gear character Uh, also by the way having elven shadow introduced this was pretty fucking meaningful right Like, the character loyalist of this one character who's now running this tournament gets to announce his character or show the kids to introduce the trailer for his character coming into the new game. I think that's fucking dope. I'm a big fan of it. Um, But, yeah, without further ado, uh, here is the trailer for the Faust.
1: It's crazy how different he looks. He looks so different. Not just so... Not just visually... Or not so much visually, I should say, but just the aura around him. Yep. Like you can't he, even see his face. He was so goofy, you know, so much was made about his, you know, his, his, uh, I don't know. Concho super, I guess is the most
0: appropriate way to phrase it. Is that the one where he shoves a finger in your bum?
1: Yep, yep, that, that one. Uh, but. Now he looks like a straight-up horror character, honestly. Mm -hmm. Scarecrow. God, he is
0: just... He is
2: unbelievable looking. And here it is. This is an example of a character that, like, just in the design, I probably wouldn't play the style of character that Faust sort of seems to be, and maybe I'm completely wrong. But... I almost want to because it's so cool and i'm on the end of the like the the spectrum of of like why i choose characters is not because of the way they look most of the time it's usually because the way they play and the way they feel in my hands so to speak but i am almost willing to go out of my bubble that i never really go out of because of the way this guy looks that's a that's a pretty strong testament to making him intriguing thumbs up to the animators
0: yeah no it's crazy like uh The direction they went with him is, like, it feels almost like a complete 180 from the character that he was in Exxert, right? Because in Exxert, like, he's a beefy doctor who's kind of goofy and, you know, does crazy shenanigans. But now he's, like, look at this fucking, like, you you can see his collarbone.
2: Guilty Gear is not known for story, right? Or continuity? I have no idea. (laughs) I'll Uh, be
1: honest. It's, uh... See, I, I was going to say something about how he looks like he's out of the machinist, but you know, you just completely ruined the vibe here, man. You ruined the vibe.
0: Yeah, stop ruining what? the vibe,
1: John. <laughs> Wait, uh, how did I ruin the vibe? Trying to talk about how Guilty Gear doesn't have story. Yeah. But it um, has plenty of story. It just doesn't always make sense. I'm not a, I'm not
2: pointing the finger. I'm a Street Fighter fan. Our our my franchise is the worst. I've just heard that Guilty Gear doesn't tend to follow the rules of story all that much. And it's like some fighting games feel like they don't have to. It's their prerogative. I don't have any problem with it. I just wanted to know because I wanted to kind of understand this spouse design has me interested in the character's story. It's intriguing.
0: Yeah, speaking of story, watch him eat, Chip.
2: Yeah, it's horrifying.
0: Anyway, then he pulls this out of his eye. Looks like a jar with something. And then he's got some micro dash combos, which uh, you know that's going to be fun uh, to deal with uh, and to learn, I suppose. Uh, I do find it interesting that instead of well, first of all, afros is for everybody, uh, so congratulations to the Guilty Gear cast for uh, getting some afros uh, to look forward to. Uh, but I do find it interesting that instead of like the little Faust running around, he they got replaced by a teddy bear. Yeah, it's creepier. Is it? Them cuter, to be honest. Well, it depends on how they pull off the teddy bear. Well, we can... Hold on. I'll put the trailer back up. Hold on. Let's rewind, because I have the power to do this now. Let's take a gander at the teddy bear. Where is he?
2: Well, even uh... MK. MK usually has the strongest stories. I mean, at least their presentation of them.
0: There he is. Look at him. He's a little, little cute little guy with stuffing coming out of the back of his head.
1: He also carries a, and little a scalpel. fucking noose around his neck.
0: Yeah, and? <laughs>
1: He's got a fucking noose around his neck. How's that? Oh, look at him how's sc- that cute. Look,
0: uh, Steve. Look at him.
1: He's on fire. Look at him scream though. He's like bah, and like he's got. He has like, a noose around his neck. He is on fire. There is some social commentary that could be made. I'm not going to make it. But he's angry. What? he's angry. You see the little like Japanese. Who's like, happy about being on fire? Well, he set the fire, Steve. That's still, you know, that's not. You still not Human happy Church. about it.
0: Look at, look at, okay, look at this one. All right, he's happy as shit underneath Faust beating the shit out of Axel right there. All right,
1: exactly. He he loves violence. That is absolutely unsettling.
0: Also, by the way, Faust's arms are the weirdest fucking thing I have ever seen in my life. See, look, he's angry, and then he gets upset. And all of a sudden, he's – so the teddy bear is pissed, and then Faust turns and into – And he has a, a knife. Yeah, he has a the, scalpel. He has
1: a or scalpel, yeah.
0: Yeah, and then Faust turns into a scarecrow because, you know, that's that's how things work.
2: That's just how things work. What is things.
0: Faust's story? Uh, he is a doctor. Is it, like, a relation
2: to the, the famous play?
0: Bro, did you guys see that <laughs> – speaking of that, did you guys see that tweet? Where somebody Which was like where somebody was like, Oh, I saw Faust trending, but it's a video game character and not the play I like. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I did, I did <laughs> it was like that. the most
0: pretentious fucking thing I have ever go heard in my it. life. Uh, I
2: thought I thought the Twitterverse was having a day of culture, but I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: but Faust is a pretty dope play, so if you get the chance to read it, go read it. But anyway. Uh yeah it's it's looking like it's going to be good. But, oh, the stuff I was going to show that I forgot to show uh, is the stuff at the end of the trailer. So they have a playable demo at Evo Japan and at uh, – is that Japan Expo? Japo? Japo? Um,
1: I'm going with Japo.
0: Yeah. Uh, so they have playable demos. Surprisingly, no announcements of trailers at these uh, at these two events. And here's the crazy thing is you would think, oh, they're going to show a trailer. They're just not, you know, they're, they're bringing the demo. They're going to show a trailer. Here's why you're wrong if you think that way. is If you wait just a little bit more, bam, new trailers a month later for both Final Round, which, by the way, is anybody else extremely surprised that Final Round is getting the trailer? I would never think of Final Round as an anime tournament.
1: It, it's not necessarily an anime tournament, um, and I know they haven't had the biggest, uh, the most successful tournaments out there um, in terms of reception within the anime community. But, you know, not being part of the Tekken World Tour, um, is it, I forget if it, it's not part of the Capcom Pro Tour. So yep. it, there's sort of space there, you know it's still a major event in the US so it's still an opportunity to to get some big uh big number of eyeballs on it mm-hmm. um i'm i am surprised that they're doing something at at final round and at Brussels challenge on the same weekend
0: yep yeah and uh right? and they are saying new trailers right i don't know sure. if that i don't know if that's just a translation thing or if they meant to do that but with the wording, I think it's safe to assume that there will be two trailers dropping, one
1: for each event. Now, I wonder if the U.S. gets the uh, long-awaited Alex trailer. Probably. That would be...
2: You know what's I, funny? We legit got the Alex trailer, didn't
0: we? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's funny that it's a meme, but there is an Alex trailer. That yeah, like they about. did it. They're like, okay,
2: guys, we're going to kill this meme. And it's like,
0: nope. <laughs> yeah, they released it. But they never told anybody they released it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, Speaking of, there is one thing I actually did want to discuss a little bit. uh, Is, you know, we were just talking about how Final Round is not part of any world tour. Or at least not, like, Tekken world tour. uh, Which is weird because, you know, Atlanta is a pretty big hub for Tekken in the U.S. uh, And it's not part of the Capcom Pro Tour, even though it has been in the past. Um, I saw the other day that they're basically, like, embracing that a little bit. Uh, with, like, a marketing strategy to say, like, oh, play the competition before the tournaments, the world tournaments happen, the world tour happens. Um, what do you guys
1: think about that? I mean, you got to do something. I mean, there, are like, we, I, I don't want to say, like, there's, that there's no value or imply that there's no value in going to an event that isn't part of these circuits because, you know, the circuits are just sort of icing on top of the cake. The 95% of people who go to tournaments aren't going to be finishing with points. They're not going to be, uh, have a realistic chance of making Capcom cup or Tech World tour finals or what have you. So it's, it's still for the major vast majority of players. It's all about the camaraderie. It's about, you know, the gameplay about seeing how good you are, where you stand, seeing friends you haven't seen for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, John, can you cover for me? Because I lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. Uh,
2: well, yeah, I was actually just lost the train of thought because I could work and made an important text, but it's okay, I'm off the clock. But uh, the other thing is Joker's second fatality just came out somewhere. So that's cool. um, that's floating around. I don't know if we can even show that on the show.
0: But... Well, we showed the first uh, one, uh, but I don't want to yeah. download it. It's too much work. Fuck off, Fair enough, man. fair enough. Off, After the dude. show is over and wait.
1: Well, if it's on YouTube, you have that tech now. Well I, I know if, a, well, I don't. Well, I don't know if the
0: browser. Okay, I don't know if the browser works with Flash players. So let's check. Uh, but go ahead, John. Finish your thought. Oh, uh,
2: that, that was it. Okay. I think Steve's fully recovered. Unless he's not, I can keep going. Um.
0: Though the thing I think I found interesting is uh, a the fact that they're embracing it. But here's the thing. I I this may be just a me opinion. I don't know. Um. Uh. Fuck. I gotta enable the keyboard. Uh. Watching Frosty Faustings, as much as the tournaments were good and as much as the event itself was amazing, uh, me personally, I found it hard to be excited for upcoming matches, especially in something like Street Fighter or Tekken, right? Because it was like, I don't, maybe it's just me feeling like I'm spoiled now that we have these tournaments, uh, or not these tournaments, these tours and these leagues, um, but it felt like something was missing, and I think it's just because it's so we're so oversaturated with all these tours, and they're all thrown in our face. And, like, that's what everybody focuses on all the time, that when it's not the focus, it fe- it feels like something's off.
2: What's the focus shifted to if, if it's not the tour? What's the alternative?
0: Uh, just people playing the games and the tournament itself, right? Because when you have a tour, you're you're thinking about but the But Frosty Faustings
2: just did really well, and yes. that wasn't part of
0: the tour. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm, I'm saying this is a personal thing, and I think others share this as well, uh, where with a tour like the Tekken World Tour the Capcom World uh, Pro, Pro Tour and Arc Revo and all this other stuff, you're thinking about the overarching storyline, right? It's like this is going to affect shit that's going to happen later in the year.
2: I think we do both. I think we think about the, the season, but we also appreciate and dissect and, and inspect what's going on in the moment, the trends of right now, who's doing well, what characters are doing well. Um, but we, and, then, and, and actually, I would think that especially earlier, or I would say maybe midway through the season, um, we tend to kind of put the, like, we'll check. The, the the standings every so often, maybe once or twice a week usually. That's all you really need to check though. But everything else is more immediate. It's like going over how you know players are doing, who's getting sponsored and whatnot, who's attending what. And, and every so often you'll do an update. But I think that uh, we still focus a lot on the individual events,
1: mm-hmm.
2: even outside of the tours. Yeah,
0: no, and I don't disagree. But where I'm coming from is, um, I think... Because it's uh, we're so used to this format now, because rem- man I remember watching uh, I remember watching something like uh, Winter Brawl or like one of the Philly tournaments a while back that, and this was before like uh, Tekken had a World Tour. This was like I think uh, maybe like the first year of Ultra, and like everybody was super excited and everybody was there for the tournament. It was going to be a great thing. Uh, and it was a great event, and everything was amazing. And then fast forward you know a couple years later to today where like there's a little something something that's a little missing right and I don't know if it's just me personally that's like so used to the to focusing on the bigger story uh, instead of like the individual tournament or I, if it's a, a greater thing that's happening as a result of uh standardizing all these leagues now
1: I don't think it's necessarily standardizing all the leagues but I mean you This is the part I was kind of trying to get to. Mm -hmm. When you have these leagues, when you have these big circuits, players have a huge motivation to go to those events. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to Combo Breaker or if you're going to, uh, you know, Brussels Challenge, like, oh, I might get to see Daigo and, you know knuckle do and pretty much every great player there i might get to play against them the level of competition is going to be higher mm-hmm. so from a viewer standpoint there's that you there's a reason to watch that extra reason to watch uh the games that are or the tournaments that are on the circuit if you're a player you know you don't have infinite resources you don't have for the vast majority of players. Don't have the ability to go to every single event, so they're going to prioritize, uh, you know, the events that are part of that circuit. You know, if you're a California player, would you, you know, and you have dreams of making Capcom Cup, would you spend that money to fly all the way out to Chicago for Frosty Fostings and you know compete at a tournament, versus saving that money to go to something like? April Annihilation, which is part of the circuit. Mm -hmm. Yes, Um, I think if you
2: have the added incentive that a tour and then like the long season play brings or or has with it, then it's going to be like a disproportionate amount of of the population is going to go to the tour events over the non tour events. Like that's, I wouldn't argue against that at all. It's, It's definitely going to suck some of the audience away, but like. There still are the other events, yeah, right. No, and, and they it. still have enough people, and they still have enough heart. And sometimes those other events have like special—I don't want to say gimmicks, but you think about like Red Bull Kumite, for example. And I don't know if that necessarily falls into what we're talking about or not. Maybe we're just strictly talking about kind of um, you know more grassroots tournaments. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a lot of them, you know, they 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 certainly get their own character, their own flavor. If they um, are popping up in this particular arena, yeah.
0: Although uh, it, I, I think it's, yeah, I think it's funny you mentioned uh, grassroots tournament because a like it feels like that's what they are at this point, right? If you're not part of a the esports, um, to league. to a
2: degree, I think that that might go off in people's kind of subconscious when they think about these or, or when they view the situation, but yeah. not not like a, a cold hard fact.
0: Yeah, and the other thing too is now with. Tegan's introduction of the dojo system and that's how that's translating over to so-caliber tournaments to uh, Street Fighter tournaments and I'm assuming did they say for Arc Revo that that's happening as well that they're having local we're wars? assuming
1: that the uh, I've, if I I've, daredevil events was it yeah 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 that's exactly it yeah yeah so we're assuming it's gonna work that way yeah
0: so it's it's like this league dynamic that we're seeing with tournaments is now even uh, involving local tournaments, right? So it almost feels like it's going to be one of those things where if uh, if you're not part of the league, then why would people go to this, right? Um, with that said, though, again, I'm not trying to shit on events here. I think what Frosty Faustines did was amazing. Uh, I super enjoyed watching it. I'm just saying that with the – with these leagues getting bigger and bigger and telling such a overarching story throughout such an extended period of time, it almost, it almost like, I hate to say it, but it just feels like there's a little something that's not there. So is what can we do to even like shift the focus back to uh, people just attending the tournament instead of like these leagues?
1: I don't know if there's necessarily anything you can do in that situation because like I said, everyone, you know, there's extra prestige, there's extra reason to go to the circuits, uh, events. There's extra reason to watch the circuit events if you're a fan. Um, so it's always going to be, you know, that draw is always going to be there and there aren't, you know, there's nothing wrong with watching a lot of, fi- uh, fighting games, but I don't know if everyone wants to watch every single event. Mm -hmm. Every single time. Uh, You don't have to necessarily be all about Frosty Fostings. But if there's a regional in your area, you should definitely be about that. You know, you should be about the Midwest Championship. You should be about Kumitea, Texas. Uh, You should be about Northwest Regionals. Uh, If you're, you know, because the regional competition is so important, you know, it's that step up going from, you know, being the the person at your locals who does well to being at, you know, competing on that that great big stage, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, I don't know if, you know, you have players who do well at uh, next level and then what do they do? They go to it's like Defend the North. They go to events, you know, like the Big e events. Call. Right. Well, yeah, that eventually. <laughs> But then that's that that's that middle step there. So there there's room for it and not every tournament has to be, you know, the everything to everyone. There's it's okay to run a major if it's sustainable or to run a regional event if it's sustainable and you enjoy it. You know, you don't necessarily have to have the end goal of being the next Evo or the next CEO or the next combo breaker.
0: Yeah. No, yeah, that's absolutely true. Um but at the, at the end of the day, it's so cool to see everybody supporting everything and seeing an event like Frosty Faustings do super well. I'm curious to see how Final Round's going to do. Um, I can only assume well, right? Because that's, you know, the first. That, final Round's usually been like the first big.
1: Historically, major. it's been sort of like the kickoff of the fighting game season, even if it wasn't necessarily, you know, even before these tours started in four, so it was sort of like, right. okay, now, you know, it's March, now we're looking towards, you know, UFGT or Combo Breaker, what have you, and then we get to the summer. So that that's sort of when the lulls officially, officially unofficially ends. Right.
0: Um, you know, the lull that never ends, though, is uh, Space Dive's support for us for 16 months. Thank you, Space Dive. Thank
1: you, Space Dive. So much appreciated. Not, not bad. Not bad.
0: Yeah. Um, Cool. So I I really did want to have this discussion because it was something I was thinking about. And I'm fairly certain I'm not the only person that feels that way. And it's not – and, you know, I don't want to feel that way. But, you know, sometimes you just do. Uh, But with all that said, check out this Joker trailer I pulled up.
1: Ah, okay. Sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness. Okay.
0: All right, that's pretty sick.
1: That, I liked it. It's still not as good as uh the original fa- fatality in uh Marvel uh, MK vs DC universe. No, that was... I said Mar- <laughs> wow. I was gonna
0: say Marvel vs DC. Oh. boy if that ever happens. Uh, yeah. No yeah, uh I I do find it funny that they have a reference to that in his outro. Uh, where he pulls out the gun and it has the bang thing on it. It's
2: pretty funny. Well, you know, they have a they referenced it in a Shang Tsung thing, fatality in Mortal Kombat 9, I think it was, yep. or MK2011. Yeah, it was Mortal Kombat 9. Oh. Uh, it was good times.
0: Uh, yeah, except that clown was, like, hella creepy.
2: Was, like, yeah, Joker's kind of creepy, but the clown
0: was too. fucked up. And I'm pretty I sure... I hope they
2: referenced that in the uh, Joker-Shang Tsung intro dialogue. Oh, that would be funny. It's like, hey, remember when you were a clown? Um... <laughs>
0: But cool, Uh, I did want to – but yeah, uh, so there's the new Joker fatality that is uh, going around. What is next on the docket? Uh, Oh, since we were talking about Frosty Faustings, uh, (laughs) they announced a bigger venue,
1: right? Cool. Moving on up. Yeah, uh, it's slightly bigger than the one uh, this year, which was significantly bigger than the um, one before that. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, But next year, they are going to be at the Weston and uh, uh, Lombard, Illinois. Uh, And they're going to have 45,000 square feet of defense Mm space. To put this in perspective, um, if you think of Combo Breaker, the main hall for that was the uh, uh, Mega Center. Mm Mm-hmm. So obviously they had other areas, but the mega center alone, as massive as that was, was about thirty-eight thousand square feet. Yep. So that is a huge amount of space. Uh, for Frosty Thirteen. That is going to be very exciting, and
0: uh, it's an easy walk to mall and restaurants and secondary hotel in parking lot. Wait. Secondary hotel in parking lot?
1: I believe that there, that means that there's another hotel that they share a parking lot. Oh, okay.
0: (laughs) I thought it was just going to be like, oh, we'll just put some trailers out in the parking lot, it'll be fine. Pay the same amount of money for the hotel window.
1: (laughs) Obligatory melty joke goes here.
0: Ah. But uh, but no, big ups to Frosty Faustines. Can't wait for it. Uh, again, if, January 15th, 2016. If
1: you think back like three years ago to Frosty, and you said that, hey, in three years, uh, you're going to move into a massive venue, and then you're going to move into another massive venue because your tournament is going to have about 1,800 entrants. Mm-hmm.
0: That's fucked up. In a good way, that's ridiculous it's crazy. some might say
1: it's frosty that is frosty um yep how many they had they're basically they're more than double of what they were uh three years ago. Jeez. They're at eight eighty in 2017 mm-hmm. and what were they at this year uh eighteen hundred jeez,
0: yeah that's pretty just dope, double man.
1: Check. yeah just just shy of eighteen hundred
0: that's crazy. A thousand players yeah. a thousand people in three years. That's that ain't nothing to shake a stick at. Hell yeah. Um speaking of shaking sticks, uh I think it's about time we uh address the elephant in the room. Um both Captain Zack and Mewtwo Queen have been suspended from all Smash events forever. Uh, I'm kidding about those details. I'm not entirely sure what those details are. Uh, But yeah, so these two players have been... uh, have been uh, suspended for the time being for... uh, is it sexual
1: harassment? Two different... uh, So let me run it down. Uh, Mm -hmm. On Thursday, uh, the Smash Code of Conduct uh, Committee... Uh, announced a pair of rulings, one for Captain Zack, which we extensively covered, and one for Mewtwo Queen.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Captain Zack, if you'll remember, was in the uh, uh, a relationship with Ally, who has since left the scene, uh person who was 10 years his senior. Uh, it came out that Ally, uh, that Zack was met, was mad at him, mad at the state of the relationship. Demanded that he, uh, th- that Ally throw a couple of matches at tournaments. Uh, otherwise, he, he spilled the beans about their relationship. That's
2: uh, weird, man.
1: That's it, like, that's weird. It's weird. So uh, when that came out, there was uh, he, he hasn't been in a, an event since. Uh, Mewtwo Queen, slightly different scenario. Um was revealed that she committed uh, sexual assault against two other Smash community members. Um, so in they were in, the suspensions were announced in the same email um, and in the same tweet on Thursday, uh, the committee for Captain Zach announced a suspension an indefinite suspension with the opportunity to appeal within fi- er, after five years. Jesus. Uh, for Mewtwo Queen, they announced an indefinite suspension with an opportunity to appeal after 2.5 years.
0: Okay. Seems very so, arbitrary, but who am I to question? It's weird, oh. too. I but uh, I think we do have the statement here that they posted, right?
1: Well, well, before oh, we get to oh, that, okay, uh, there was... Obviously, uh, a lot of backlash because people upset that someone throwing a uh throwing matches was guaranteed twice as long of su- of a suspension uh, as someone who committed sexual assault
2: do we, do we know what kind of I don't want <laughs> to no, I mean, I'm just asking if it's a known thing or oh, okay
1: it, uh the story's out there. Um Google a it. Of people came up.
0: Yeah. Don't Google it. Stop.
1: In any event, it's not okay. Yes. Um but there was severe backlash on that. Um about uh, about, you know, at best the optics of the decision, at worst the decision itself. Um and the apparent belief that they're treating throwing a match more um uh, severely than Sexual assault. Mm-hmm. So two days later, uh, this is the statement that I oh. have in doc. They did come out and release a second statement, um, and that statement quote: "Yes, effective immediately, the code of conduct original document has been amended. Given proof, any person found to have committed sexual misconduct, sexual assault, or any form of sexual violence will be given a lifetime ban on first offense." A Lifetime ban differs from the, an indefinite ban in that a person cannot at any point re-enter the community.
2: Oh my gosh. So, wait, okay. So, makeshift Smash board of committees. How official is this? Is it just something that the Smash community decides to respect? Do we even know the identities of these people or is this like the Illuminati team?
1: The the committee includes several uh, includes some top uh, TOs. And also, mo- most of the major tos uh, have agreed to follow the recommendations of the conduct. Do they all
2: meet with hoods on in a sacred space for their meetings?
1: Um, that I could not tell you. Probably, like at the
2: end of uh, Shaun of the Dead, one of those secret society kind of... No, Probable. okay, well, fair enough. Okay, I, I I respect that there needs to be some kind of an organized. Uh, you know, sense of uh, authority and law. Uh, there needs to be <laughs> the Smash community is big. There should be a little government, I guess. Um, so okay, fair enough. I, I take it. I take it. But these guys decided, of you know, that this would be a punishment. And they, by the way, they're just handing out indefinite lifetime bans. Is that the is that the term, or is it just indefinite bans? Well,
0: the thing um, says uh, a lifetime ban differs from an indefinite ban in that a person cannot at any point re-entered community so this was a lifetime ban okay
2: indefinite sounds uh fairly i don't know like indefinite ban sounds like a thing by itself but then the indefinite with the chance of parole after you know five years or 2.5 years that struck me as a little different but whatever okay but people are arguing about when parole opportunities are and uh it's it, and then so they come out with a ruling and then some people get loud on social media and they immediately change their tune. What kind of authority is that? Like it's just whatever the people cry loudest quickest is gonna be what the rules are, is what that feels like to me. So I don't this sounds kind of like a kind of a circus at this point.
1: I, I understand the thinking about that. Um I would say though that they eventually came to the right decision. Um, they actually expand on that a little bit in the second part of their quote. Uh, Mm -hmm. They said, quote, the ability of a person to play a video game within a hobby community should not come at the expense of even a single participant who suffered unnecessary harm. Uh, This change applies backwards to any cases of sexual violence handled by the COC panel, including but not limited to the Mewtwo Queen case. So she officially gone
2: did everybody take their bubble gum and everyone signs it by posting their bubble gum on the dotted line of the the
1: document?
2: (laughs) That's what that feels like, but okay. Fair enough.
0: It's. I mean, look, I can appreciate, I can appreciate this group trying to come up with like a standardized way of treating tournaments. Right. Um, Especially with the fact that you know they don't have like the big backing power of Nintendo to come up with those rules, so they have the uh, like a community board, blah 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 blah. Uh, I can certainly appreciate that, uh, and I can certainly appreciate that they are trying to do it in as official of a manner as they can. But yeah, actually, you know what? That's all I have to say. Um, it's <laughs> it's cool that. What were you gonna say? I don't know. It's it's weird. I well I feel I mean, like this... I feel like if I was no, a part it's
2: not that they shouldn't be doing what they're doing right it's just that it doesn't sound like they have any kind of real authority behind it and that gets dangerous quickly because they do have a sense of influence like they are calling some shots for this entire community and the community to an extent is gonna have to kind of follow these rules but they also sound like, we only have one example, so maybe we need more before we can come to a conclusion. But this first one, it's like they're kind of blowing out there in the wind, and the wind is being forced around by like social media opinion and such. Well, and it's like that sounds, and it's like what I don't know. Well, is, here's, is, is here's the thing, and I don't have a good answer for it. I just am not really liking what I'm hearing so far.
0: Yeah. Well, here's the thing: uh, is this change bad? No, oh. I, I I don't feel it's bad. Right. And I agree with that. So I, you know, I think if it comes to a point where uh, an organization can say, hey, maybe we should really take another look at this and come up with a better conclusion than they have the first time, I think that's a good thing. Uh, So again, and again, like good on them for trying to, you know, make sure, good on them for trying to make everybody as safe as they can in what's been known as the Wild West. Right. Um, and, you know, like, uh, I think somebody has said that, like, you know, it's a group of, like, TOs and prominent community members and stuff. Uh, as far as the whole prominent community members, I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. And is this thing a non? Like, do we know who those people are? We don't, right? It's completely... There
1: are, there are some that are known, some that are not known. Okay. Uh, because that... they don't want to try and influence, uh, have have people influence their decisions on social media. Mm.
0: Yeah. That, I think, is where I find the issue, and I understand the thing of keeping people safe, uh, but at the same time, it's like, I want to know who the fuck's coming up with these rules that I'm going to have to abide by, right? But anyway, I think it's a step in the right direction. I am... I'm happy with... I,
1: I, I, would not, I would not be happy if they were making, like, decisions on minutia yes. under these circumstances. Yes, like, you know, if like, we're, banning, we're not,
0: like banning the Smashbox. I'm sorry, keep going.
1: We're, we're not talking, we're, we're talking about, you know. Yeah. And, and especially considering that unlike, you know, the Street Fighter world or the Tekken world, mm-hmm. there isn't that big, uh, big uh, company or big fixture figure willing to step up or mm-hmm. able to step up to be that organizing body. You know, like with the infiltration thing, we had Capcom basically say, "Okay, we run the tour. We have the right to say you can't be on the tour the year and a half, even though we're going to let you say you're you're withdrawing." We know, wink, wink. That sort but of Capcom
2: thing. has a bunch of lawyers and like people that are, and maybe the Smash community does too, but my guess is not.
1: Are you legally entitled to participate in a fighting game tournament, though? You know as long as the reason for exclusion doesn't fall under you know one of the protected classes or some other uh specific situation if i'm a t.o. i generally have the right to prevent anyone i want from attending my event yep and if i say hey this person is has admitted to sexual assault i don't want them at my venue that isn't something that they can really fight.
2: Mm -hmm. Sure.
0: Yeah, I mean, like I said, I think it's a step in the right direction. Uh, Obviously, it's not perfect. Neither is anything else that we've ever experienced when it comes from a voice of authority, I think. Uh, But I can appreciate the fact that they're handling it in a way where they can admit that they were wrong and then fix it to the best of their abilities i think that's the lesson uh do we want to say anything else about this before we move on excuse me
1: um i I, i've said my piece so
0: john you got anything else no i'm good all right cool uh moving on then uh let's keep talking about things that are negatively affecting the smash community why not uh it's come out recently that the pricing for Smash Ultimate at Evo, which, if I am not mistaken, is a headlining game. Am I wrong
1: in saying that? It's the biggest one, right? It's the biggest one. It capped at oh, just over 3,000 entrants.
0: Yep. Uh, so the headlining game of Evo Japan uh, is going to offer the prize of a controller. And no monetary uh, compensation whatsoever.
2: And no second place and no third place. Just first place gets a controller. Oh, the control. so it's only
1: one? Okay. It's one controller mm-hmm. with a gold smash mark. Okay. Is it uh, like an
0: official Nintendo product, or is it an evil thing, like how they did the sticks back then?
2: I am I not 100% on sure. On hubs.com. Is it or not? At least I think there is. And I believe it's uh, there. there's both a gold and a silver version of it. You can get like the silver one in stores for like 50 bucks. Um, the one I'm seeing here... Uh, and I don't know if it's the official one or not, but it's it's got a it's just a black controller like a pro controller, and it's got um, a, a golden Smash emblem painted on it.
0: Okay, uh, but I don't
2: see any Evo. Yeah, um, well,
0: yeah. I here's, don't think it's the official
2: one.
1: Now, we can compare it to uh, the prize pools of the other games mm-hmm. in yes. the lineup.
0: Yep. Uh, wow. So here are the prize pools for. Uh, every other EVO game, just as a compar- comparison point uh, Street Fighter and Tekken 7 for first place will be getting a million yen, which is about what, like 10
1: grand? $9,000 approximately. Yeah, a little so more a, than
0: that. Ab- About 10 grand. Uh, second place is going to get about 4 grand. Third place, 2 grand, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, Soul Calibur 6, BB Tag, and Sam Show are going to get half of that at about 5,000 US dollars uh, for first. 2000 US dollars per second, et cetera, et cetera. And Smash Ultimate with the one
2: controller. Now. Also, Smash Ultimate has uh, 2,987 entrants. Second place is Street Fighter Five with 1,462, which is less than a half
0: mm-hmm.
2: of what first place has. But I will say that uh, Street Fighter is up by over 400 entrants from last year. So, exactly.
0: Well, and I think the location change is a big factor in that, right? Because they moved to a more secluded town last year and people didn't want to travel. Yeah, Fukuoka
1: um, and hotels were a little harder to get because the same weekend that Evo Japan was taking place in Fukuoka, uh, a BTS concert was, was taking place in Fukuoka, and K-pop bodies the FGC free.
0: Yep, all day. Free. Um,
1: it should be pointed out, mm-hmm. um, you know, we've talked about Jesu before, the Japanese Esports Union, and the laws in place uh, that prevent games from awarding over a certain amount of money, uh, if especially if they're not part of Jesu. Mm-hmm. Uh, Street Fighter, Tekken, and uh, BB Tag are officially are games that are officially listed uh, as Jesu titles. Uh, Soul Calibur and uh, Sam Show are not, but their publishers uh, Bandai Namco and uh, <coughs> excuse me Jesus, uh, Namco and SNK, excuse me, mm-hmm. try not to die. Uh, but they they are both members of uh, yeah. Jesu. Nintendo is not right, and they have specifically come out and said, basically in. Not so many words, but basically said they don't want to necessarily dive into the Smash Esports thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they
1: they're they're basically saying not ain't us,
0: ain't me. Yeah. Um. And here's the thing. Uh. Nintendo is very, I think, similar philosophy-wise to a company like Disney, where their perception of the public is their most important thing right and that's like kind of their bottom line
2: oh all of the companies you mean
0: well yes but you know like amazon has this shady reputation but we still buy shit from them uh mostly because you know that at that point it's uh product over perception uh but when you have some a company like disney or a company like the nintendo they are so uh anal about how they are perceived in the general public right to the point where you know they're very careful with how they lend their ips they're very careful with anything like they have uh the corporation essentially has a big hand in everything they make because they want it made a very specific way to not deter from that um so i think this is what is kind of causing this is nintendo saying hey we don't want to be associated with this because we've heard uh x y and z or because we think x y and z i don't know they're necessary that process I, behind it
1: i think it's because you know they don't want people to think of smash as a competitive fighting game yep as that a competitive a game it's a turnoff for a chunk of their audience you know It's, yeah. how many copies has uh, Smash Ultimate sold? Something like 18 million. It's the highest selling fighting game in the
0: world or something. Yeah,
1: so if, you know, the vast majority of that are going to be people who don't go to tournaments, who don't care about uh, Mewtwo King, or don't have any aspirations Mm -hmm. of uh, beating MKLeo. They don't care. They just want to play their game, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Yep. They don't Nintendo absolutely does not want the first thought of people when they think about Smash to be no items, Fox only, Final Destination. They don't want that at all. Yep. So so they're doing whatever they can to keep the Smash player base not even happy,
0: mm-hmm.
1: just not revolt. You know, as long as they're not actively revolting against Nintendo, they they can live with that. Yep. So, so they're not gonna they're not gonna throw down that five hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollar pro tour. It's not gonna. Well,
2: happen. hang on a second. What you're saying makes sense, but, but Fortnite, <laughs> you know, because that's a free to play. Everybody's there. Mm-hmm. And they made uh, competition out of that, and I don't know that that's necessarily hurting their numbers at all.
0: Right, but well, here's the difference the... between here's the difference between Fortnite and Smash. What's the buy-in for Fortnite? Zero. What's the buy-in for Smash? Like sixty bucks. And if you don't have a Switch, it's even more than that.
2: You think that's the that's that because that could be a difference maker. I don't disagree. Yeah.
0: Why would why would you invest in something that's so, and and I think this is a good example. Um, Overwatch, for me personally, is one of those where I bought it forever ago and I was having fun with it. And ever since it started getting into, like, the Overwatch League and all this other stuff, I kind of don't play it. Uh, and not because I don't like the game. I, I love Overwatch. I was having a blast with it. But every time I log on, it's, you know, the I, I'm having to deal with people who are like, oh, you're playing this game wrong. It's played this way. Blah, 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 blah. You suck. Go and uninstall the game. Uh, I mean...
2: You the differences. I don't say that as much, by the way, but also I play like Heroes of the Storm for fun and there is, although that's probably the worst example because people joke about how the competitive scene is dying and I'm very aware of the competitive scene, especially coming from a competitive gaming yeah. kind of background at this point, but that never really intimidates me from just wanting to play the game because it's fun and knowing that I'm nowhere near the top and that I probably don't even understand the meta. Um, on the the way I'm supposed to, but I'm still down to play the game. Now here's
0: here's the thing though. Uh, my counterpoint to that is this: uh, I don't think it's necessarily an intimidation thing. It's and I don't want to deal with shitty people because I don't take this game as seriously as they do. Right? Especially, I mean, granted, this is very different than a fighting game, right? Because these are all team games, so everybody you know has their own role to play in order to win or whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, like picking up a fighting game is very intimidating because of the competitive nature of it. Now, tack on a monetary buy-in, and it makes it almost unappealing to people who don't want to take it as such, unless they already have a group of friends that they can play with.
1: I I think one other other thing to keep in mind is that if you look at the core audience of uh, Fortnite and the core audience of people who want to play Fortnite competitively, there's a good amount of overlap. There's much more overlap than you would see between the people who want to play Smash casually and the people who want to play Smash competitively. So I don't think those games risk as much uh, by leaning into the competitive side of things as Nintendo does Mm -hmm. uh, leaning into Smash. And I think we lost John. Can you guys hear me still yeah we can still yes. hear you
0: but you are Just forever go. looking down at your own wiener oh he's got it. <laughs> ah he's back well
2: how about now?
0: Right. turn on your lights <laughs>
2: uh I don't know I'm still here okay I'm, I'm obi-wan voicing okay it. wait
0: uh hold on i'll I'll fix it but go on, Steve what else did you do we have to say on this um you want to
1: dive into the question of the day?
0: Sure. Let me just fix this one thing real quick. Uh,
1: Fix, John.
0: Yes. Uh, There we go. Fixed. Hey,
1: Sonic's back. Sonic's back. Oh, I thought you guys
0: fixed me. (laughs) uh, All right, let's dive into the question of the day, shall we, Steve?
1: (laughs) So we asked on Twitter, um, if you were unable to play for money, what would you want to play for at an FGC tournament? We got a whole lot of responses. Uh, thank you to everyone who responded. Thank you to everyone who shared uh, the question. Uh, let's kick it off with Flexus, uh, who hey, followed- Flexus, Flexus, yeah, uh, they wanted a trip to a sister tournament, maybe. Like, if you win at Frosty, you get a hotel and registration covered at Combo Breaker. Um, that is a very, that's a very nice thing to aim for. Yeah. If you can't get that money. Yeah, I remember uh
0: what was the t- oh it was uh the Big E and the the big Atlanta tournaments. Uh the, the big um final round, right? Where they all uh had games where if you won you would get a trip to like uh Fall Classic or something.
1: GFC? Yeah, we've we have seen a couple uh couple sim- oh, similar situations like back. That.
0: Um, also, big ups to Epistel for the subscription for 22 months. Thank you. Oh, wait. Hold on a second. There Black we are. Subscri- Thank you very much for there the subscription.
2: Jack Turkey. Thank you. Uh,
0: we appreciate you. Um, and let me get rid of Sonic now. There we are. Okay, cool. Uh, sorry. Now we all have to look at John. Sad Damn. times. Um, but yes, so I, I'm a big fan of that answer, uh, f- providing more trips to other tournaments. Right, why why doesn't it, uh, Why doesn't Evo Japan like provide a trip to Rio Evo?
1: Uh, because I, I, I think some like of a... it has to do with that financial, because mm-hmm. um, it has to be provided by an outside source or the tournament itself. Makes sense. And if if they're not part of Jesu, or they're not a licensed player, there's the cap. So yeah, okay, good enough All for right. me. What's next? Uh, Uh, Let's keep it running with Fujil, who said that they wanted a chundle and unique in-game title. Everybody wants a chundle. Chundles are the the new hotness. You know what they need to do?
2: I appreciate the idea of in-game titles, but at least for Street Fighter, I never really find myself looking at them. I think they need to highlight those more because... Yes, everything about that it it would be intriguing. Like if you had a ba- like a unique banner that you could put up that only you had, that'd be awesome. But I never even look at the other person's title. Like it needs to be way more highlighted, and then that kind of a thing will work. And Street Fighter or Capcom could make bank off yeah. of uh, off of that if they did that. Didn't didn't they do
0: that at some point in Street Fighter Four in Ultra? I don't know. Yeah, because I feel like that is a pretty good idea, right? Like imagine like,
2: you know. It's why Fortnite. It's one of the big reasons why Fortnite makes the money it makes mm-hmm. because of things like that.
1: Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. Uh, Tokido got a uh, special title for winning Rage. Right. Mm. Yeah. So we need more of that. And they've given out.
2: They gave out like at least one or and Tokido got a special color too, didn't we? A Kuma color, and they yeah. gave out a special Chun Li color, that like red one. To uh, I forget the guy's name but that was back
0: like four years ago. Yeah. Um, But yeah, no, I'm a big fan of like getting like that one cosmetic thing that nobody else has because you won a tournament. Oh, speaking of cosmetic things, somebody just put a bit in front of our faces. Blocks with faces. Blocks with faces, blocking our faces. Um, Thank you for the uh, 100 uh, bits. All right. Uh, For 200 more bits, John will take off his beanie. I
2: will. Absolutely.
0: All right, Uh, who do we got next, Steve?
1: Uh, Next up, we have uh, Dr. Tran 10 who wants to play for clout. I'd play for some clout. I could use some. I think you get that either way. You're selling yourself
2: short there, Doc. Is he selling himself short,
0: or is he just a genius?
2: I'm going to go with selling himself short until I get more evidence, but I'm pretty sure this
0: kills two birds with one stone. It's
1: cost-effective and effective. Um, <laughs> Who's Absolute asked? Calm wants to play for sticks. They say, let's be all fast and furious about it. You lose your match, I get <laughs> oh your hitbox. That would
2: be
0: do- – oh, my God. That would be sick. Everybody got, like, pink
2: slips for their sticks. It's- Especially if you had custom, like, if Tokido has this custom, like, Tokido, and it's him, like, with the claky D-beat pose, and <laughs> he's got to play, like... Shit, dude, that'd be <sighs> awesome. Fujimura, and Fujimura has his own stick with, like, a, whatever he wants. Oh, man, and then Although, could you? the winner's stick. Could you imagine? There's no way you could divorce the pride from that. Like, there's no way. Hold on,
0: hold on. This this stays leaving. But
2: he raised... To eleven. Could you imagine? So, much so that we lost Steve. Could you imagine
0: saving up your money, buying a stick, <laughs> going to a tournament, and then losing the stick? <laughs> being like, fuck, We're talking dude, about that would
2: suck. <laughs> so- Doing stuff that doesn't work when you're in the Smash community, <laughs> turning people off.
1: <laughs> you what are you never getting your hands on the, oh, this combo breaker mine. stick. Why'd you get that? Is, I, I won a staff raffle. Oh the it's the, of God! It's the
2: Mad Cats stick.
1: Look! Look, Chicago skyline.
2: That's awesome. Ooh, Everything that about that dope. design is awesome. But it's not on. If that's like the traditional Mad cats TE2, was it? Is that a TE2? Yeah. Yeah. That well, sucks. Rip. They're, they're okay. It's gonna be a
0: collectible in about twenty years if we're all alive they, by then. They,
1: this one is never going on. I'll let you. I'll let you play for my uh, Hori that the. Uh, the back fell off. Man. Like the trap door to keep the cord, in just fell off. It's, <laughs> it's gone. It's somewhere between Chicago and Minneapolis. Could you imagine like somebody buys a drone
0: for a tournament and they win like a dragon? <laughs> Dude, <laughs> that's they, a sick or, idea. I actually really like this idea. I'm not going to lie. Or
1: they win like that fucking uh, two-button uh, homemade stick on a toothpaste box that someone made to dive <laughs> kick. Fuck
0: do a lot holy of those shit that would they take the guitar hero god. controller yeah
1: or like someone that like uh, that dude loses his steering initial t yeah initial t <laughs> oh my god he would have he would have uh stick road matches road. for days holy hard
2: time man. finding here's the thing though what a badass story if there's like the button collector like when he beats or she beats people takes, like, and sells their stick in front of them, but always takes one button and, like, writes their name on the button and keeps it in the bags. It's, like, his yeah, trophy guy, nice. but he also made a bunch of money. Because, you know, you could replace a button, no problem. You know? yeah. it's easy enough. Yeah, you could just put that, it on a that's necklace. That's a badass story. Uh,
0: okay, we, g- we need to move forward, because we have ten minutes left. I didn't realize what time it was, but uh,
1: what about the Peach uh, Nahi? Uh, the Peach Nahi uh, likes the handmade trophies for KIT every year. Those are actually those, like, those, the CEO title belts, like, unique trophies like that are dope. Yeah, I'm a fan. Next. Um, Shadow Payet, Payaso. I'm probably mispronouncing that. Uh, they want to play for a hug from my long father. Wait, say that one more time because your mic cut out. <laughs> uh, they want to play for a hug from their long father. That's hilarious. <laughs> they cut out the exact same Say it one moment. more time, Steve. I think the internet is editing. A hug from their long-lost father. Okay. Oh.
0: I really wanted to mute it there at certain points. but I, I figured the joke would. Uh, but, yeah, um, look, uh, fatherly uh, affirmation is always good for everybody. Oh, man. All right, who's next? Uh,
1: Jamal Seto said uh, that this was a tough question. Whatever the prize support is, for them, it has to hold high monetary value. Players dedicate and invest so much time into getting better at games. The payoff for that hard work being a tchotchke and pride seems too uneven, uh, which is A, a great, uh, a great sentiment to have, and B, wonderful use of the word tchotchke. Yeah. We don't see enough use of, uh, tchotchke usage, usage in 2020. So yeah. Thank you for that.
0: Bring back that restaurant from Office Space.
2: That's the first thing I thought of, too. Pieces of Flair.
1: And then let's close it out with uh, the Mama Dow who wants to play for Soul. You didn't put my answer in here? What the fuck, Steve? No, no. We're not knows. talking about you You being right about Chip. I'm always right about Chip. I'm more worried about Carolyn. You know, what? She wants Just to play she for wants, Everyone's playing, you know, they're having a good time with the answer. She comes in, Soul. Hey. I think Carolyn's
2: just exposing the greater Capcom plot, which is to slowly drain us all of our souls with shitty netcode and bumps in the road, but not letting us, you know, release from this want to be in the Street Fighter community and play this game. So we put ourselves where we don't want to be and we play it and grind and we drive with the emergency brake on and it steals our souls. Look,
0: Shang Tsung... Always won, and he got a lot of souls. And that means that he got a lot of special moves when he got to turn into people. So, I'm down. If I could beat Tokido in a match and then play like Tokido, I think I'd be set.
2: Oh, you're a Highlander?
1: (laughs) There can be only a couple. Um, (laughs) I'd rather play for sticks. (laughs)
0: Uh, well, I mean, it's almost the same thing, right? Because, like, again, like I said, like imagine somebody saves up like three hundred, four hundred bucks for a dragon, and then goes to a tournament and loses it, and it's like, shit. Now what?
1: Fuck. <laughs> the highest of highs, the lowest of lows. Um, uh, that puts like those forty dollar third place, uh, third place titles into some perspective, real quick. Yep. Okay, and imagine going zero
0: two. Wait, so does the winner win everybody's stick?
2: I think you can't. You can't try to put this too far into. Tr- no, this is. A I want to see. I want
0: to see. Now. I want to see Punk or Tokido go home with like, like a, a truck full of a thousand sticks. It's
2: like a trash bag match.
0: Uh <laughs> ah, trash bag matches. They started doing them here in Austin. They're pretty funny. Um. Okay, before we close it out, I wanna I wanna dive into this topic just because I spent some time sleuthing for it. Uh, and we have five minutes, and I think it's the perfect amount of time. Um, so with all of the hubbub of 2020 happening, and with all of the
1: Hold on, about- hold on. Oh, hold on. oh. There, is, there is a new Smash
0: character. Oh, that's right. I forgot. I'm sorry. Uh, so let's not go to what I want to talk about and talk about the Smash character instead, shall we? All right, everybody well, check out How much
2: show. do we want to talk about the Smash
0: character? Oh, we're talking about it now.
2: I want to hear a long sleuth. Nope.
0: We're talking oh sorry, I forgot to turn on the audio all right we're gonna watch this whole six minute trailer uh, sorry ultra Chen, we're going late
1: no okay here yeah, at five thirty so we're not
2: going
1: late but yeah um if you were a smash fan and you thought needs more player more characters with swords
0: okay I'm more gonna fast forward this
1: Oh, no Ultra Chen, apparently, uh, in the chat.
0: No Ultra Chen? Okay, well, I guess- hold on, I'm rewinding, we're watching this whole thing. Everybody Uh, shut the fuck up, we're watching it.
1: How excited are you? Me? Yeah, I I, I keep wanting to call her Blythe.
0: Oh, I don't know. Um, but I have no fu- I don't know anything about who this is or what?
2: So, so Cal or So Calibur, uh, <laughs> Fire Emblem character. is actually fairly popular in Japan. It was like the fifth most requested of the uh, Smash characters from Japan. Um, but, uh, and it, it's both a, a male and a female. They switch between forms, and you can switch on the uh, color selection screen. All of the even-numbered colors are Female and the odd numbers are male I think and um, but it's yet another Fire Emblem character and the reason people are kind of upset about that is because uh, There there's already been quite a few Fire Emblem characters and it's like it's it's a, definitely a successful and popular series But it's like not not nine characters deep or whatever they are at this point And it's yet another sword fighting character even though it kind of isn't but for all intents and purposes I think it kind of is uh, when you're talking smash sword characters and more than that, I think, like, the character itself could be just fine um, when it's all said and done. But with a lot of these DLC releases, you have, like, Banjo-Kazooie, which has been, like, a long, you know, a long-awaited, like, hope-for uh, popular character across the board. Um, you have, like, some, some crazy breakthroughs with... Who they release you know save the piranha plant everyone's been kind of like oh man it's from a third-party series and it's exciting and it has this like the dlc releases have kind of almost garnered this certain aura about them and this expectation for sure and then so to release this sort of vanilla in regards to the smash roster character is a big letdown and that's kind of one of the first things that people are reacting to
0: but uh you know what's crazy is in the trailer itself if I recall, the lady is like, oh, another sword fighting character, huh? Jeez mm-hmm. Louise.
2: Yeah, they're self-referential there. They know what the people are going to say. and Sakurai probably has his hands tied or something like that with like some deal Nintendo has, you know, or, or some or what they have with Nintendo to put these characters in there for some reason. I don't know. It's certainly smacked of that a little bit, though.
0: Yeah. Uh, also, big ups to Phil Dingus. Thanks, Phil Dengus, for the Twitch Prime subscription. Uh, hey, thank appreciated. you appreciated. Uh, we we are clapping behind the screen, uh, but right now we have to watch this trailer. There's a couple more minutes left of it. Um, we're just about halfway there. Uh, I forgot what I was going to say. Uh, yeah, I totally forgot what I was going to say. Uh, we appreciate. Oh, I do remember what I was going to say. I'm sorry. Uh, Phil Dingus made me remember uh, that if you are uh, have Amazon Prime and you don't know about Twitch Prime, you might as well just use it here. If you go up to the top of the page, and you just click down the box and you write free, or you click free subscription, you can subscribe to the Best of Five, and you might as well use it here because you're gonna forget about it anywhere else. So, not gonna remember. Yep. Uh, it's now or never. Yep. Enjoy that while it lasts. Uh, all right. Well, there you go. Uh, Super Smash, or I'm sorry, uh, Fire Emblem Brothers Ultimate. Um, Oops, all thing. sorts. Yeah. You know what's crazy though? Is we're not gonna. I don't want to watch the Guilty Gear trailer. But with this uh, announcement, also came this other announcement.
1: More uh, mini if fighters. If we had more time, we would we would uh, do some block grab on this. Well, well,
0: we could do. Yeah, let's do let's, let's do, do like off the cuff block grab. So whenever they show up on screen, you either yell block or grab. Block.
1: Oh no, that's a grab for me. I don't
2: know what we're looking at. It. Is it Cuphead? It's Altair. No, it's
1: Assassin's Creed. Uh, oh, grab. Block. Why are you blocking?
2: What is it?
0: Wait, what's next? Oh, uh,
1: so, uh, Rabbits. Block. Block. It looks like they're actually wearing a costume, so I, 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 I'm cool with that. Um, I'll, I'll grab. I'll grab.
0: Okay, what's next? Uh, oh, Mega Man X. Who is this? Oh, an X it's gunner? Yeah, block. it's X.
2: Actually, the rabbits are super popular for no reason, so I guess it's the right call. So I'll grab on them and I'll grab on Mega What's next?
0: Man, Mega Dark. Man Battle Network. Oh, is this base? Uh, oh, Mega Man.exe and block.
1: I, I'll grab EXE and I'll block X. Alright,
2: what's next? What's are Oh!
1: Oh!
0: Oh! Is it Cuphead? Oh!
1: Yes. Now it is Cuphead.
0: I'm a hella grab. Fuck yeah, Cuphead.
2: And includes a music track, double grab.
1: Uh, Oh yeah, they have Cuphead. No,
2: block that shit, because they needed to make Cuphead the character in the game. Well, they're not going to do that, so...
0: Maybe later. Uh, I do find it very interesting that I find myself more interested in the me characters than the actual characters that they've been announcing recently. Because like uh, they also announced Sans right <laughs> a little while back,
1: yeah, the, and that was uh, and the like, reaction to that was nuts.
0: I remember I, I was watching YouTube reaction videos of people just losing their shit about it. It was pretty dope. Oh. Um, I somehow
1: cut myself grabbing the controller, and I have no idea on what. Jesus Christ! Okay.
0: Eh? Will you stop it? Stop getting hurt. Uh, but okay, here's here's the situation. I really want to talk about this, so I am gonna. Um, I I I've, I've found. weird pattern recently. And it makes me slightly worried about what's coming up. So let me go ahead and copy paste this here. Uh, Okay, so is this going to open? It did. All right. uh, I'm going to pull this up. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I usually sleuth on FGC things, but I accidentally found myself sleuthing on other things as well. Uh, This here is an announcement from uh, CD Projekt Red that cyberpunk is going to be rela- uh, delayed from their April release window okay uh, it's everybody was super excited to play this game but now they're just gonna have to wait a little bit longer uh, keep holding on to that dream of breathtaking uh, Keanu Reeves and all this fun stuff now uh, why does this matter I uh, you might be wondering also I totally did the wrong thing here hold on there we are uh, now why does this matter you ask You you know, you find those breadcrumbs along the way sometimes and you tend to, you you know, find things being a little bit too the same and it begins to make you wonder. Here's an announcement from Dying Light, which is Techland. Looks very similar to the Cyberpunk 2077 announcement and it's exactly the same thing. We were initially aiming for a spring 2020 release. However, we're going to take more time with it right huh but you know those are only two companies right it can't possibly be a pattern if there's only two companies doing it oh but have you seen this shit i hope this loads into this website uh okay wait have you seen this shit uh marvel the uh marvel avengers game also delayed to september from a spring release huh that's interesting but it's okay it's only three companies right who you know what why just start harping in on it if it's only three companies but wait a second there's more if we look at this one if we look at this come on twitter load uh doom eternal was supposed to release in march 2020 and now it has been delayed to later huh wow interesting But it's okay, it's only those couple of games, right? Oh, wait a second. There is even more. As soon as I click this go button. What is this other one? Uh, As soon as it loads. uh, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot wasn't delayed. Huh? But The Last of Us 2 is also getting delayed. Huh?
1: To To May 29th.
0: Yeah. But still, it's been delayed. Now, all of this would be very interesting if they all didn't look like the exact same announcement. So maybe everybody's just hiring the same PR firm or something. But there is one thing I did want to bring up is there have been a couple of rumors flying around. And I know you don't usually like talking about rumors or whatever, but I found it very interesting. Is that, uh, oh yeah, Guilty Gear is another one that was supposed to be early 2020, got delayed to late 2020, you know? Uh, But there's a rumor floating around that February 5th is going to be a pretty big event from Sony. And it's supposed to be an unannounced event, but this leak said that that's happening. So the main point of this event, according to this leak, is that they're going to start talking about the PlayStation 5 and shit. So I think this is the time where all of the companies that have been working so hard to get their shit out are going to take a little bit of time extra to make the ports to the new console. And I think Guilty Gear falls into that category. Um, do you have any thoughts?
2: No, you're totally right. Have you seen the number 23?
1: I have. It was um, much. It's an underrated movie, in my opinion.
0: Pretty sure Elon's seen it. I haven't, actually. Who's in it? Jim Carrey. Really? I haven't seen it. I genuinely have not sure. seen it.
1: It's really good. You should definitely check it out.
0: Um oh Doom's supposed to drop in March. Who cares? It still got delayed. All right, stop focusing on the details, focus on the bigger picture here. Um but you know, uh do we know the release date for Grand Blue versus
1: uh it has a Eastern release date of February fifth? Oh, Oh, but we don't have a Western release date yet. So it is, is it really releasing on the
0: 5th? Because if it's releasing February on the February 6th. Oh, Excuse fu- me. Okay. Well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so close. <Body. laughs> Wait. February 6th in Japan is the 5th here. The dots are connecting. It's happening. Damn, dude. Have you ever seen the number 23? <laughs> no. How many more times am I going to have to answer this? Um but the plot thickens. I just wanted to drop that little breadcrumb for y'all to be more aware of your surroundings, especially when every company is announcing a delay in the exact same way at the exact same time. Oh. Uh, you you missed one. Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy. Are uh, you you're right. Do we do they have a thing on Twitter? Uh uh now the plot thickens uh, bu- 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 okay final click on the Kotaku
1: article uh... so oh but it's delayed to April so it doesn't it matter
0: delayed. it's it's all the same everybody's getting delayed what is happening in the games industry that everybody is getting delayed Landing was faked. The
1: moon landing was fake,
0: even though it wasn't. That um, no, was
1: an inside job. See, it's because 2020 is a leap year, and, and companies vastly overestimated how much they could get done on, the, on February 29th. Look at this shit.
0: We know that many of you have been looking forward to the release of Final Fantasy VII uh, and have been waiting patiently for that, but fuck you, we're delaying it. I want that right. to it's be 10 minutes over. I got to get out of here. I got some
2: stuff I got to do.
0: Okay, fine. John's going to leave. I guess we should leave too. You guys have fun. Um, okay, well, John's going to leave and it's going to fuck up the camera. Um, so I guess that means that we should end this broadcast. Uh, John, you can leave. John, leave. Okay, okay now that John's gone. <laughs> we got big sneak face. Um, man, I don't know. I, I kind of don't want to end the stream, but I guess we got to you know we all got shit to do um so big steve big steve i think you look great thank Uh you uh are you so are you indeed going to combo breaker
1: that is the plan um
0: i have the room so (laughs) you better (laughs) we
1: will uh we will discuss uh finances shortly
0: okay well finances are hard um did we? Did we miss any topics? <laughs> Are we good? Uh, um, oh, we didn't talk about Evil Japan at all, well, except for the Smash stuff. We well, I mean,
1: stream schedule isn't out yet. Okay. Um, it'll probably be the jump off of the mainstream Friday and Saturday, and then. Um, do we expect any announcements? Like, I'm I'm not a hundred percent sold that we won't see, uh, or that we're seeing no new Guilty Gear information this weekend?
0: Um, I don't know. I think we're we're just going to have to wait and see. Uh, Because when they said they weren't going to announce a character, they did, right? And what was it, Arc Revo? Or somewhere before it?
1: Man, why am I so blurry?
0: Because pixels, they work in mysterious (sighs) ways. Um. But do you think they're gonna announce the Evo like the Evo America
1: lineup at Evo Japan,
0: or are they just gonna do their usual Twitch stream like they have been?
1: I hope so. I, I I really hope we do see get that pattern going where you know we find out about Evo Japan at Evo and vice versa. All right. Um. One more thing before we go. Because I, several people have. have mentioned to me to make sure that uh, I don't forget. Uh Virtual Fighter Five. They are not they their side tournament at Evo uh does not include Wait, that doesn't have anything a cash prize. Um let me throw the link in the chat.
0: What does it include?
1: Uh it includes let me drop the link here. A bunch of food, all right, including some alcohol. Fifteen kilograms of rice. Hell yeah! Like, which here's here's the thing. No one's been able to answer this for me. Which kind of rice are we talking about? Uh, Probably white. If it's just white, I'm not going to pick up VF5. Why not? Not for white rice. White uh, fifteen pound bag of white rice is like free food for a month. Um, I it, it, it's it's free food but I'm not picking up virtual fighter for You know, if we're talking jasmine, now we now we've got something. Here. What okay, what if it's basmati? Okay, basmati sure. I would make the jump. Would you would you take uh, arborio? Maybe, I don't know. I I'd, I'd have to think about it for a minute.
0: Do you know what arborio rice is? Uh, it's the rice I they thought use I did. For, it's the rice they use for risottos in the Italy.
1: Oh, that. Okay, if if it's in risotto form, absolutely. Well, I mean, you have pre
0: risotto. Though. No, I, I I am not. All you do is you put it in the pan and you put water on it and it
1: turns into. Yeah, but but that ain't that ain't a risotto yet. So. Oh wait, I'm also good. a diamond necklace.
0: <laughs> or is this or is this a joke? <laughs> I can't tell what's a joke and what's not anymore.
1: I have no idea, man. Uh, it's...
0: Okay, well. We have 123 viewers, and numerology has taught me that that's a sign that we should stop. <laughs> so I think that's going to be the show for today.
1: I'm sorry. Oh, thirty look, kilograms of rice. Thirty Not kilograms.
0: 50, thirty. Thirty kilograms. You know how much? You know how much? How many? How much rice is in a portion of rice? Less than thirty kilograms. Probably like ten grams.
1: No, that's too little. Yeah, that's way too small. Probably like a hundred grams. Uh but you get some rice wine sake, some dude, like thirty kilograms of ice coffee, rice. some oranges. Uh there's a shirt. It's oh, it's I'm like the it. most random stuff. Dude, that's dope. I'm dude, I I would love for,
0: <laughs> I would love for mystery game tournaments in the future to have mystery prizes.
1: They they have a one-day pass for Disney Japan.
0: Hell yeah, fuck yeah! Oh my goodness, dude, that's dope. Tokyo Disneyland? I didn't even know that. Well, I knew that existed. Actually, I'm lying. Um, but dude, that—that that sounds like a way better prize than what Tekken had for the finals last year.
1: <sighs> yeah, screw that. Two hundred fifty thousand. Give me no. Last year. Give me a... two years ago. Oh. Fine. Give me that free pair of eyeglasses.
0: Yes, please. I need those. In case you can't All right. tell. That, that's
1: way ready. too much, Steve.
0: How's that way too much, Steve? I don't think it's enough. Chat, is that too much, Steve? We're going to let the chat decide this, Steve, because I think you're wrong. I don't think it's enough.
1: I'm pretty sure I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure you're
0: wrong. See, no. It is not enough, Steve. <laughs> See, they want more Steve. <laughs> what it's- is they're blocking uh, that it's not enough, Steve. Not Chad, I love you.
1: I, I appreciate your support. I think you have very questionable taste right now. Look, Steve, self-deprecation
0: is only funny if you say it's funny. Because we listen to everything you say.
1: All right. <laughs> I, I need to eat dinner. So okay.
0: All right, Steve, go ahead and hang up. I'll take care of this. Uh, oh, God. Good night, Canada. <laughs> Good night, Canada. All right, chat. We're going to fuck around for an hour. No, I'm kidding. We're not going to fuck around for an hour. Uh, that'd be pretty crazy if we did, though. Uh, okay, well, we're going to sign off. Uh, follow us on the Twitter. Thank you for mashing follow whoever did that. Uh, Steve is still here. Uh, <laughs> I genuinely thought you were, were going to hang up. Uh, there's a part of me that almost just wants to, like, start playing Street Fighter right now, but I need to go eat, too. I'm really hungry. Um. We're going to get on out of here, but we'll be back next week for more shenanigans, more best of five, and hopefully smoother intros than me forgetting to rewind the intro that we have. It's okay. Yeah. So thanks everybody for watching, and we'll catch you all next week. Enjoy this outro.